It's Jitsu. Taking the word can't out your vocabulary. Listen close. I can't sleep and I can't breathe. I can't keep up, I can't be, I can't believe, I can't just lie, can't decide, I can't make up my mind. Yes, I can't, can't cry, can't whine, can't try, can't climb, can't find my can't and I can't rhyme. Yes, I can't cope, plus I can't focus, can't hope, must I can't so much, what can't I do? I can't be you, I can't pop a joke, can't drop the soap, I can't do what they can't cause they can't go home. I'm a candelabra of candles, but I can't glow. No, I can't, yo, you know. Good, you should call it, actually, you should use the last name Nooner. Nooners. <laughs> I was called that in high school. I didn't know what it meant until after I graduated. What does Nooner mean, Tim? It's a quickie at noon. <laughs> nooner. Did you ever get a Nooner? Nope. Oh, that's just... I didn't know what it was. Of course not. <laughs> so what? A girl approached you and was like, Hey, Tim, uh, it's, it's lunchtime. You want to go fuck? You're like, No, I have no idea what that would even be called. Sorry. No. <laughs> That sounds like a nooner thing. I don't know. No, no. I was I'd like, probably could have got a nooner because I was getting harassed a lot by these three girls who literally said we want to fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Welcome to episode 16 of PlayStation Derailed. This is actually kind of in spirit episode 17, but we'll get we'll get back to that. Uh, I'm your host slash co-host, Don Oliveira, East Coast Editor for PSU.com. With me today, as always, I have Mike Heridans, Managing Editor for PSU.com. What's up, Mike? All right, mate. How's it going? Hello. And uh, returning, um, another one of my... I guess he's he's moving on from guest status to co-host status. Um, Tim Newtz. What's up, Tim? Not too much. Not too much. Um, so, Mike, you were saying about those girls raping you? No, I'm kidding. What happened awesome. last week? Um, we recorded this super mega giant episode that because we haven't had a podcast for a few weeks, we've all been um, up to our ears and work. Um, we recorded this super giant episode. It was super awesome. And then due to Tim fucking up everything he does in life, yeah, uh, we lost the episode. Well, not everything. I'm only second best at it. <laughs> uh, no, it was partially my fault. Te- technical difficulties. And by partially my fault, I mean um, probably 100% my fault. But uh, anyway, we're back this week. <laughs> we're, this episode's going up for sure. So in spirit, this is episode 17, but it's really 16. So... Welcome back, guys. We missed you. There hasn't been an episode for a while, and we're back. So, um, how's you guys? Uh, how's your guys' week going so far? Not bad. Pretty good. And Tim? Nah, I've been a little sick, but I'm better. Just FYI, it's Wednesday, April fourth. Um, oh. Everyone seems to be getting sick on the PSU stuff. It was me a few weeks ago. Adam's sick, and now Tim. Yeah. Hmm. I blame our forums <laughs> spreading the, the sickness. Our forums are pretty, pretty viral like that. Um, you guys feeling good? You guys feeling like you're, you're gonna have a good episode? Yeah, definitely. So always. Um, all right, so let's get into it. Mike, would you do the honors? Yeah. Okie dokie, let's kick off with this week on PlayStation. Okay, first up, we have the Devil May Cry HD collection. Now. You guys surely must have played at least one Devil May Cry in your life. I've played all of them, and I can review that HD collection for you right now, based on an average aggregate score. Devil May Cry 1, 10 on 10. Devil May Cry 2, 0 on 10. Devil May Cry 3, 10 on 10. <laughs> <laughs> What's the average? 
Actually, I've played the first one on this HD collection, and I'm both excited and disappointed. You're wait. So how does that? Okay. Uh, it it feels like the game, but it doesn't click in my head like it used to. How old? I mean, how, does that game feel aged? Like how aged does that game feel? God, without a doubt. It's over ten. It's over ten years old. Devil May Cry One. Jesus. Yeah. Um, it must be hard, like really hard, like harder than we remember it. Probably. I don't know. I played it a few years ago on PS2. It wasn't. It, it, it was. It's still quite a tough game, but Devil May Cry 3 is still the hardest by far, in yep, my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Devil, Devil May Cry 4, the only Devil May Cry I have not beaten on Dante Must Die. Um, Damn. Devil May Cry 4 can eat my ass. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, it, was, <laughs> it was just okay. Um, yep, didn't like it as much. All right, what's next? Uh, Wheels of Destruction World Tour. I haven't played this game, so I can't really comment on it. How about you guys? Me neither. That is Sony's last offering for Spring Fever. It's their last like exclusive, uh, decently oh. for their Spring Fever. That's a UK thing, right, Mike? Spring Fever. I thought it was a US thing, actually. It is, but uh, <laughs> is it also in the UK? I think so. Yeah, I don't really I haven't bought anything on PSN for quite a while, so I'm a bit out of touch on that. <laughs> All right, last thing you bought was calling all cars. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, so. <laughs> This was the last week of it, or last week, rather. Well, this week, yeah. This is the last week for Spring Fever, and uh, Wheels of Destruction was their last, like, hurrah, here's an exclusive game. And apparently it's uh, pretty good, pretty decent. I don't, I'm not sure. I don't know if, if we're reviewing it and who would be doing it. But, uh, Tim, any two cents on Wheels of Destruction? Uh, I have absolutely no idea. I do know, though, that it is, uh, like, Heavenly $9. Oh. It is nine dollars. I think it's nine ninety nine, and then seven forty nine or something for PS Plus members. Something weird. Two dollars off. I don't know. <laughs> All right. What else? Okay. Next is I Am Alive, and that actually came out in the UK today, hmm. Wednesday. Um, we've actually, interestingly, we've um, actually just reviewed this title. Um, Rob Manning, or CU guy, Q guy, as he's known, he, he gave it an eight out of ten. Um, I understand um, it's a pretty polarizing game. This guy's it's um, got quite a lot of mixed comments. You know, I've seen some positive reviews and some really quite scathing reviews as well. Um, any experience with it at all? Negative. However, I uh, I have seen what you're talking about. Um, high reviews, mm. low reviews. Who knows? Yeah, it's um. Am I right that it's been a long time coming? I could. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was announced in 2009 and it switched developers or something. Is that right? Not sure about developers. Maybe Tim can enlighten us on that. But I do know that this was planned to be like a full. Uh, retail game, yeah, it? yeah, yeah, and then they got like somehow cut down to a $15 PSN game, so I don't know what happened there, but apparently, like, from some of the reviews I've seen, it has a bunch of technical issues. Um, mm. however, uh, Robert Manning really liked it, and that's cool. Yeah. The concept sounds interesting, you know, it's like very, very um, bare bones. I mean, your resources are extremely limited, so which is quite, and you know, in this day and age when you're like fully loaded up loaded to the teeth of all these guns it makes quite a nice change from that i guess but yeah I, i'm interested i'm interested tim um yeah tim any any comments uh no uh but i do know that the the development switch was from darkworks to uh ubisoft shanghai that's the one what's yeah. darkworks i have no idea where are they like are they uh owned by ubisoft or something or i mean is this a ubisoft no, that doesn't make really much sense, but I don't know. Dark Works? No, I'm not too sure on that. It was always yeah. going to be published by Ubisoft, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're based in Paris, France, though, so... All right. Great. Um, last is the Price is Right Decades. Yes! Oh, <laughs> yes! 
probably I, made by Gameloft. Um, oh yeah. They make a lot of those. No, Gameloft. No, Ludia. Ludia. Sorry, Ludia makes a lot of those game. Um, game show TV games. What? Anyway. Yeah, we have that over here as well. Um, yeah, Price is Right decades. Do you like Price is Right? Do you like the PlayStation Network? <laughs> Guess what? You've got the best of both worlds. Um, next, nothing else, right? That's it. No, that's your lot, folks. Yeah. Great! Fucking best week ever. <laughs> Fuck Mass Effect 3. Fuck Seven Hill. <laughs> Fuck Uncharted. Fuck The Last of Us. It's all about the Price is Right yeah, decade. Price is right, yeah. <laughs> okay. Price is wrong, Bob. Guys, we haven't had a podcast in a really long time. Uh, like I said, we lost that last episode and it was about, what, a month? I don't know, a month since last episode. Maybe a month and a little bit. And yeah. uh, I know yeah. we've, we've been getting some um, requests from fans like saying, hey, where the, what the fuck happened to you guys? Did you guys, like, die? Uh, no, we're actually alive. Um, actually. I am alive. Ha, 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 ha. Nice. <laughs> nice. Um <laughs> So what we're going to do is we're going to play a little game here. We're going to get straight to the news. But, like, there was a lot of news we couldn't really cover. Well, we did cover, but she just don't know that because our podcast last episode didn't go up. Um, So what we're going to do is we're going to play a little game. I'm going to rattle off headlines, stories from the past about two weeks. Big, big, big big-ish stories. Like, I mean, stories that that warrant a good five words. And uh, Tim and Mike are going to tell me what they think about each respective headline with five words and under. So you guys can only use five words to tell me how you feel about the headlines from the past like three weeks. And then when Dude, we get I need at least a hundred. <laughs> and then when we get uh, when we get to last week where, you know, news is relevant, then Tim will take over and start reading and we'll talk about it uh, in detail. In like the usual manner, yeah. yeah. So first up uh, okay, how about this? We we're gonna do uh, Tim first, and then Mike. All right. So f- Tim, you're gonna you're gonna lead the charge. You give okay. the first five words, and then it's Mike's turn. And we're just gonna do we're gonna switch, right? So Mike's first on the next one. All right. I see. All right. So Tim, you start. Epic Mickey two announced. I want it now. All right, Mike. Please. Sounds good to me. Damn it! Really, you guys? Fuck that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm glad I'm not giving my two cents on this. Um, okay, next one. Konami under scrutiny for Silent Hill HD collection issues. Word. Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> and basically, for those of you who don't know, uh, basically the Silent Hill HD collection was apparently, uh, for some reason, uh, a lot of people were experiencing frame rate issues, technical issues with the game, whatever. And censorship. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> uh, in an interview with Gamasutra, producer on Re- Resident Evil Revelations, says that uh, Resident Evil needs to head in an action-oriented direction. Mike. That's absolute bollocks. Tim. That's to be expected. I think I already fucked up the whole order thing, but I don't care. Tim, you're next first. <laughs> All right. Uh, this happened on March 23rd. The PlayStation 3 turns five in Europe. Five years. That's a little behind. In America, I took a word. I took a, I took a letter. You're fired. <laughs> I took a letter. Can I, I have a, an O oh, vowel, please? Uh, Mike. No. Price is right. Happy birthday, PS3. Nice. See, that's a good one. <laughs> uh, Mike, it's your turn. Uh, the Bioshock movie hits another roadblock. Not surprising. Tim. Lame. <laughs> you could have just said lame five times. That would have been probably next time, next time, if I'm using one word, right. Tim, your your turn. Uh, Silicon Knights, developers of Blood Omen: Legacy of Cain and Eternal Darkness: Sanity's Requiem, say that they're working on their most requested IP for the next generation. 
I hope it's Soul Reaver. Eternal Darkness 2, please. Please, 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 please. Those are my five words. Yes, Mike is very right. <laughs> Mike, your turn. Uh, the PlayStation Vita, upcoming PlayStation Vita Silent Hill called Silent Hill Book of Memories has been delayed by Konami when no no release date has been announced. So it could be anywhere. It could be literally all copies could be in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean for all we know, but they're somewhere. Mike, five words. I'm not really interested in it. Damn it. Tim? It shouldn't be action-oriented. Uh, true. Good. True. Um, Tim, your turn. Uh, due to a box art spotted on Amazon.com, uh, according to a box art spotted on Amazon.com, that is apparently the final box art, uh, The Amazing Spider-Man will support PlayStation Move. I hope it's good. <laughs> I really hope it's good. Move is dead to me. What's dead to you? Move, move is dead to you. Damn it. All right. That was a good one. Move is dead to me. Uh, Mike, your turn. Uh, what was this guy's official title? Creative strategist on the Call of Duty franchise, Robert Bowling, has left Infinity Ward. I'm going to miss him. I guess. Tim? On to better things. Maybe. Yeah, that's like hands down, right? Not not talking shit on Call of Duty, but I'm sure he's happy. Like I'm sure oh, this guy's... No, I just totally had the best one there, I should have said. What was it? Here we spawn somewhere else. Oh my god! I don't get it. Oh, I don't get it. Um, oh well you know in Call of Duty, when you die, you, you come back. You fucking asshole. <laughs> the old Infinity Ward uh, staffers uh, left. Okay, because now if we don't explain it, people are gonna think for a uh, if you guys remember a while back there was that whole uh, civil war within Infinity Ward. I don't know what happened, Activision and and Frank Vince Zampella and Frank, I don't know, I don't know, I can't remember his name. Sinatra. West, it's not Frank West, isn't that the main character of Dead Rising? <laughs> Rising. <laughs> so yeah, yeah Frank West. <laughs> He's covered wars, you know. He left <laughs> Infinity Ward, and he uh, he founded uh, Respawn Studios or Respawn Games or something with EA, right? EA is overseeing that studio, right? Do they own Respawn? I don't know. I don't know. He I just know that I think EA is going to publish the next title. So a lot of the uh... – oh, sorry. Jason West. I think that's Jason. I think it's Jason West. I don't know. I don't even care anymore. <laughs> but anyways, a lot of the uh, heads from Infinity Ward that worked on Modern Warfare 2 headed over to Respawn Studios. And uh, thus Mike's pun about respawning somewhere else that I really ruined by explaining this <laughs> uh, too long. And just I probably lost all listeners now. So <laughs> great. Did you, did you give your five words on that, Tim? On to better yeah, things. Did, on to better things. Right, 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 right. Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. Okay, next thing. Uh, Little Big Planet 2. That's a video game. It's exclusive oh. to PS3. And Journey is also a video game exclusive to PS PlayStation Network. Uh, Journey costumes are coming to Little Big Planet. Could be the cool. variety makes it great. Hey, 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 you guys. <laughs> relax. <laughs> all right? Calm the fuck down. Who's whose turn was it? It was Tim's. Mike, seriously? The Roy's? Lay off them. <laughs> Easy there, buddy. Easy. Sorry. <laughs> I want to shoot up when we record it. <laughs> what would you say? The variety makes it great. Sure. It does. It could be really cool. Yeah, it could. I mean, I guess it's going to be really cool. I have faith. Uh, Rocket Birds, Hard Boiled Chicken, that PlayStation Network side-scrolling chicken game, is heading to Vita later this year. Mike. Excellent. <laughs> no. No. Take it back. 
<laughs> Black. <laughs> that pun's not allowed. Um, I'm honest. Oh, don't really care. Don't know anything about it. <laughs> All right, Tim. I'll check out the trailer. <laughs> Good job. Uh, <laughs> uh, Final Fantasy Thirteen Two. The uh, Tim, do you know if that N Seven armor came out already? Yes. Okay, so that N Seven armor came out already. So, uh, ba ba ba. In a joint effort between Ubisoft and Square Enix, there's that Ezio Auditore costume coming to Final Fantasy Thirteen only for Noel. Mike. Uh, why the sex discrimination? True. It's <laughs> a good one. Tim. Um. What Mike said. That's, that's, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> he said he said a good one. All right. Uh. Oh, this one's great. I'm so glad it's under five words. Uh, <laughs> what's this guy's name? Tyrone Rodriguez, founder of indie studio Nikalis, has said that Hideo Kojima is terrible at making games. Tim. Make Mike go first. <laughs> Those are five words. Damn. There's uh, five words. Mike. Fall on something sharp. Oh, Jesus. Tim. Blasphemy knows no bounds. Hmm. <laughs> right, that's a good way to sum it up and one more before Tim takes over news <clears throat> uh, Transformers Fall of Cybertron will be released on August 28th they've announced a release date for that game some people are really looking forward to it what do you think Mike? if you're a fan then great great Tim? Yeah. August 28th August 28th August 28th it releases Uh, alright great thanks Tim you want to take over uh, news most definitely good job guys by the way good job Mike uh, you did a great job Tim you did a great job on your feet even though I'm fired (laughs) even though what did I fire you for I forgot don't worry about it managing editor but I fired you (laughs) don't worry about it alright so uh, Michael Patcher who's really well known for saying things. He mentions uh, this thing with uh, the rumored PlayStation Orbis might not be backed up by GameStop. Why don't you tell us a little bit about this PlayStation Orbis rumor and where it came from? Uh, well... Kotaku, (laughs) from multiple sources, they said that they have their sources saying that the PlayStation Orbis would come out and kind of be what the next Xbox was going was rumored to be. Basically, no... uh, Wait, no, did they say... No, there would be physical media, sorry. Uh, there would be physical media, but you'd have to tie it into your account, meaning that you... Yeah, would... tied to a single PSN account, oh, yeah. 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 Whether it was downloadable or from retail. Right. So you wouldn't be able to sell it back to a, a brick-and-mortar retail shop. Um, they're basically trying to abolish used game sales. Um, and then that leads into Pactor's comment, which was, Tim? It isn't really in Sony or Microsoft's best interest to block user games. It would benefit Activision and EA slightly and would hurt GameStop a great deal. If Sony unilaterally did this, I could see GameStop refusing to carry these consoles, and sales of the PS4 would therefore suffer. Hmm. I can definitely understand that, most definitely. Uh, most but definitely. but I, I feel like there's still more middle ground that could be taken in this whole thing. Uh, like they can do this, you know. They can maybe do those, uh, you know, like time trials uh, for like the first six months when dealing with online passes would be financially, you know, beneficial for a company. Yeah. And then after that, they could say, you know, use games, do whatever you want. Um. Um. Here's my two cents on this. Uh, I always buy my games new, and I had a discussion mm. with this uh, 
about this on Twitter. Shout out to, by the way, uh, Alfonso Boxel uh, and actually uh, Rafael Bauza Flores. Flores, yeah, two two good uh, two fans of Podcast Derailed, longtime listeners. Uh, I tweeted about it, and they, uh, I think Alfonso seemed pretty upset. <laughs> He's like, nah. And then uh, Raphael agreed with me that we buy all our games new, right? I mean, I'm I'm in the minority. I'm we're we're all, we're video game journalists, so we either a get our games sent to us, b buy them new, and and buying them used isn't isn't a bad thing. I don't have anything against the uh, used market, but I buy my games new uh, new all the time anyway. So this really doesn't affect me. I couldn't care less. And my logic to it is that if uh, yeah, sure. GameStop would probably, in response to what Pactor said, yeah, GameStop would probably stop stocking uh, the PlayStation 4 or whatever, the next Xbox, if they did try to abolish the used game market. But the thing is, um, if for some reason, well, I mean, doing that would basically uh, raise revenue on every title, right? So developers would get more money, publishers would get more money, and technically, doesn't that mean we should get better games or more budget for you know, these games, making the games better. So since I buy my games new all the time anyways, if there's any chance of games being better or maybe cheaper, who knows? I know that's pie in the sky, but um, I don't know. It really doesn't bother me. So whatever benefits come from it, I'm down. Yeah, I'm with Don on this. I I haven't bought a used game in my life, seriously. I've I've always bought games new. I know when I was younger, I I did buy a few used games uh, just because, you know, I didn't. I didn't have my own money, so and when I did get my own money, like from on Christmas or something, like I would walk into a store and I'd be like, okay, buy this for like fifty dollars or get like two games for twenty dollars, you know. So that's when I was younger. But yeah, I haven't bought a yeah. used game in <laughs> seriously. I don't think I have ever bought a used PlayStation Three game ever. ever. <laughs> Same here. No. I even even my copy of um, Metal Gear Solid One and Resident Evil Three for the PS One that literally I picked up again. Only a couple of years ago, I actually I actually paid full price for them. What a I fucking champ! <laughs> yeah, I respect that. Mm. Tim, what do you think? You. Um, uh, I don't know. I I see the cheap aspect because I'm surrounded by cheapskates, but they you know they're always complaining about you know being stiffed by the industry, and it doesn't make any sense to me. But you know they they on the other hand, like you, there's the possibility of more middle ground like the industry needs to make almost an insurance policy for himself but completely like demoralizing the used market in this way would take out a lot of potential sales for him at the same time um i don't know uh i, I don't know and you think i do uh but on the other hand uh you know since all the the, the entire market for the money that's sent or money that's spent on uh what the hell is it? Uh, new games is the money that goes to the company. Right. Uh, since they make their money that way still with the used market, um, that'll carry over into the new stuff. You know, and it won't really matter too how, much. How how, how? how? How do they make their money back? You're saying with online passes and stuff? No, I mean, no, I'm not talking about like used stuff. Like They make their money on the new sales. Right. So with that carrying over into the next generation, people are still going to be buying new games. Uh, especially with these, uh, with potentially with these uh, hindrances to the used market, so they should still be getting as much money as they should be getting. Uh, but the minority will be depressed, I guess. I, I, I don't really know. I, still, I feel like there could be depressed. more around, like they because <laughs> they have to spend money. Suicidal, and just the world's population would drop by like two billion on launch day. <laughs> the orb is. 
Um, <laughs> Thanks, Sony. I, I don't know. Uh, it. I'm torn. I, I, you know, like like you said, I still buy my games. Very new. I, I'm very new. Let me give more you more new than you. Let me give you an example. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember this whole heavy rain. Uh, this whole heavy rain example for the the used game market and what it did to uh, mm-hmm. Dream or whatever. Um, yeah. Basically, David Cage came out and said that mm-hmm. hey, we sold two million copies. We're happy, but the thing is, three million users have trophies in this game online, meaning that. Uh, they were kind of, you know, up, basically one third of all people that played Heavy Rain, a million of those copies, basically one third didn't. Uh, Quantic Dream didn't see a penny for that, so that was all like the used game market. Well, we we can assume, okay. So let's say some of it is friends lending and stuff like that. So even if it's just half of that, which is still huge, five hundred thousand units, you know, that just they don't see a dime for. Uh, that's pretty big, man, and that's just heavy rain. Imagine something like Call of Duty, or imagine something like Battlefield Three, or, or Mass Effect Three, which everybody mm. apparently returned. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, like that. That's I don't know, man. That I it's 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 because I don't know if I I'm on not I'm really on developer side. I'm not really on consumer side. I'm, I kind of see myself in the middle. Um, even though I am a consumer, it's just the thing is. What what fucking right does EB Games have to like be a pawn shop and just fucking get the game back, sell it again, get the game back, sell it again? You know, like mark off five dollars and just have some some mom walk in and say, well, I could buy it for five dollars cheaper, so why the f not? You know, she doesn't really give a, she doesn't really give crap, so that'll just happen over and over again. Just I don't know, it kind of irks me to see like the Quantic Dream guys. Like, what if they had sold that extra million? Um, which, by the way, was between they they estimate between five and ten million euros. So, Oof. yeah, what if they had sold that extra amount and and Project Kara or whatever came like I don't know a year earlier or had like twenty percent bigger stat like a, a bigger dev team and just you know like I don't know more more budget for the next game like because of that I don't know, I, I kind of if if EB Games is to blame or GameStop is to blame for uh, a lower budget on the next. Quantic Dream title, I'm upset. Do I have the right to be? I don't know. But I am. Mm. Yeah, I get what you're saying, man. Yeah. So What's next, man? Yeah. yeah. A uh, couple of pieces of news about Journey. Got kind of and it's, it's, <laughs> Sorry. Ah, I see how it went. We have a couple of pieces of news about that game, game company and their newest uh, their newest game, uh, Journey. Uh, uh, first, start, it starts off with um, that, that game company. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> No. Oh, all right. <laughs> uh, well, we have uh, Kelly Santiago and Robin Hunick, both producers for uh, that, com- game, that game company in the produced journey. They both have left. Uh, so uh, with, the, with their recent success, it kind of sounds a little uh, demoralizing, but maybe they're going to be doing some changing with some, uh, with some of their developing. What's, what's that girl's name? Uh, they're both girls. Oh, okay. You, you, Kelly oh. Santiago and Robin Hunick. Oh, Robin. Okay, I thought I thought you were calling some dude a eunuch. <laughs> I was like, I hope she doesn't listen to this. <laughs> um, no comment. I don't know. No? Mike, what do you got to say on that? Um, I I know what you're saying about it being demoralizing, Tim. But um, I, a couple of you know, usually when a project does wrap up, you get a case of people kind of jumping ship and moving on to the next thing. So I don't really think anything needs to be looked into it like oh god you know they're having like you know there's some trouble going out over there or whatever i think it's just a case of you know i, I think one of them was um one of uh, the kelly uh, is it kelly santiago yep yeah she she was the um 
co- I think she's the co-founder of that game company with um, I think the other guy is Genova Chen, and mm-hmm. but the other one is um, she she just came on board for Journey, I think. So it's occasional you get people, you know, they come on board for a project and then they they move on. So I don't really think there's anything, you know. Some people say, no, oh, are they in trouble, or whatever? I don't think it's a case of that. It's just you know time to move on, I guess. I mean, at the end of the day, the um the other co-founder, like I said, Chen, he's um. You know, he's a, he's, a, he's a great guy with great vision. I think um, they're going to be in good hands, even, yeah. even though they've had some key key people leave. Yeah, I agree. I agree with exactly what Mike said. I mean, if she wants to leave, that's fine. Um, bigger and better things, right? Like, it sucks because, you know, Journey was, was apparently, like, the second coming of Christ. But um, mm. whatever. I'm sh- Wherever she goes, she's going to do great things anyways, right? So I think it yeah. said where she's going, actually. At least Kelly, um, where Kelly's going. I can't, I can't remember for the life of me what it is, but it's... Um, um, yeah, Robin Kunick was- is going to Tiny Spec. Oh, it's just, sorry, it was her then, Robin. Yeah, Tiny, yeah, Tiny Spec. Yeah, What's I don't Tiny know what. Tiny Spec again? I'll look it's, it up. It leaves a sub-company in EA. Okay. Yeah, it, no, it is, yeah. It is. It's, it's to do with EA, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. There we go. Yeah, it's uh, located in both Vancouver and San Francisco. Uh, oh, my Lord. Is this even a... Okay, uh, their first project was called Glitch, a social. This is from their wiki page, by the way. A social MMORPG with highly stylized 2D graphics, in which players must learn how to find and grow resources, identify and build community, and at higher levels of the game, proselytize. Sorry, <laughs> to those around them. Uh, originally scheduled for release in spring 2011, Glitch launched on September 27th, 2011. But subsequently unlaunched to improve gameplay. How do you do that? How do you unlaunch? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> it never happened. Just men in black, like pen flash to the eyes. Um, all right. So, are we done with that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Speaking of Journey, it has been declared as the fastest selling game ever in Europe and US. I almost On ruined PlayStation that headline. Network. Yeah. I almost ruined yeah. that headline by when I was saying the second coming of Christ because I wanted to say, you know, it came out to be the fastest selling. And I was going to just, <laughs> sorry. Thank God I didn't. Um, yeah, it sold. That, like, I'm happy and it really surprises me. I'm not going to lie. Yeah? That because gives it's me faith. indie? Uh, it's pretty. It's not something that, you know, it's I would not call of duty, is it? <laughs> it's something like that, right? It's not yeah. like. It's not a super mainstream title. It's very quirky and very unique. I mean, that gives me faith. That means that, like, yeah. ah, that's why I love PlayStation and PlayStation gamers. I love you all, everybody listening to this podcast, because we know what's up. We're like, all right, Journey is going to be real shit. And we tell all our friends, we're like, look, just have faith. This weird-looking game is going to be the coolest thing ever. Just buy it right away. 15 bucks. I'm glad. Yeah, great. Brilliant. It's a great achievement. How, um, out of interest, how well did... um? Their previous games do. Is it Flower, Flower and Flow? I think. I don't how, think how, Flow did uh, particularly well. I must have done all right. Uh, maybe I might yeah. be wrong, but Flower I think did pretty good. Yeah, I think that was quite popular. Yeah. I do know that Flower is in the. Uh, uh, it's in the not the Hall of Fame. It's the it's in the like the Museum of um, Modern Art. Good. In it like deserves, the video game section. It belongs there. Sweet. Doesn't surprise me. That game mm-hmm. made me so zen. So zen. <laughs> so zen. Explain that word, please. Like, um... <laughs> As he said, um... What's next? I understand. Okay. Uh, uh, Warrior's Lair, a.k.a. Ruin, is still in development, but by different developers. Mm. Uh, it looks like... 
it was it, it, it was under rumors of being canceled, but uh, now it's under development by a different developer. Uh, in fact, it's being taken up by uh, Sony's in-house San Diego Studios. Hmm. Uh, yeah, it's Don. You wrote that, didn't you? Affirmative. <laughs> Affirmative. Um, I Wait, worry about if, that a little bit. What are we talking about? Uh, I'm worries. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, oh, Don's love life. So they changed that. They, my love life. Yeah. They changed that title. First, let's talk about that. What do you guys think about Warrior's Lair compared to Ruin? Mm. Ruin kind of stood out well enough. It was a simple title and it's one name thing. And but yeah, I know Warrior's the, Lair sounds a bit generic to me. Dude, Ruin was super generic. I don't know. Like, I don't like either name. Um, however, Warrior's Lair it sounds stupid, but people people stuck with Demons of Souls. <laughs> like, people, like, it, nobody mm-hmm. liked it, but I mean, there's been worse names. Warrior's Lair is like, at least it's indicative of what the game is, right? Because it's like a yeah. social Diablo type thing where you're going to have your own pad, like PlayStation Home, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, I just find Ruin a bit... Ruin sounds a bit more striking to me, you know, than Warrior's Lair, arr, kind of like... Yeah. I don't know. They had, all those, they had all those PSP games that were named Warriors Legend or something. Yeah, there's too many Warriors around. Sure. <laughs> yeah, the name is a little overused. I really liked Ruin, because it kind of was on his own. You really yeah. liked Ruin? I mean, I thought Ruin was pretty, like, just whatever. Just called, I don't know. That's about what I know on the game, though, for the record. <laughs> yeah, like, for real. think about it. <laughs> I think um, it's totally cool. What that game is trying to do is trying to like bridge uh, PS3 and Vita. Uh, wait, do you know Tim? Are you at all familiar with the or Warriors Lair? Um, uh, decently enough. Like, I, I know... do Vita players play with PS3? Is it cross-platform or? I don't know. They didn't say anything about multiplayer uh, when they revealed it. That's really all I've really seen. But uh, they were able to go into the game on their Vita, yeah, yeah. and play it, and then take that save wherever they were and put it on the PS3 and play it from where they were on the Vita. Mm-hmm. Which was, which is cool. I like that idea. Um, mm-hmm. Cool. That's kind of how they do it with uh, MLB The Show 12 now, which is really cool. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway. Any, anything that pushes like PS3 and PS3 uh, in, um, connectivity is, is a plus in my book, you know. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if this that. is a news story. If it is, I'm sorry, Tim. But there is a rumor that, you know, following all these... <laughs> The past what four months of next gen rumors, there is that rumor that uh, Sony's going to come out at E3 and show how the next PlayStation is going to heavily bridge uh, the Vita and the console. So like kind of like the Wii U, they say that it'll have like a lot of the same type of uh, features. I don't know, whatever. I wrote an article about that. Well, they got deleted because I just deleted it. So ouch. <laughs> yeah, not in our database anymore. Sorry. I suck. I'm kidding. But yeah, uh, so Konami hints at a potential sequel to Castlevania Lords of Shadow. Have you guys played that game? I haven't actually, but I've, I've always wanted to. I've, you know, I've played the old Castlevanias, and that's pretty much it. But the, yeah, the well, style, I just wanted type to of game appeals to me. Backstreet Boys, so whatever, man. Just <laughs> I, I gotta tell you, I, I really enjoyed that game. And anything voiced and narrated by Patrick Stewart is worth your time. Hell yeah. <laughs> Adam, Adam reviewed it for PSG. I think he gave it a pretty good score as well. But it's interesting. Um, it's not the first time uh, we've heard rumors about a sequel. Because I think the um, just got to try and keep this right. I think it's the, I think the music composer, not long after the first the original game came out, he said on Spanish radio that you know something along the lines of if you thought this was good, wait till you hear what I've done in the sequel or something along those lines. Anyway, 
Mm. And that was just that was like in October, November 2010. So, you know, if it's if it's coming, it's probably been in development for at least a year now. So, you know, maybe E3. I'm not sure. Ooh, that, that sounds good. Two years yeah. ago. Um, so oh, I almost went into a tangent. <laughs> <laughs> Derailed. Uh, so yeah. Uh, What's next. Potentially, Skyrim and Rage could be having some DLC coming this month. Uh, Pete Hines on his Twitter said, "Some things coming down the road in April for all you Rage and Skyrim fans." Uh, so then you can expect some cool news and surprises. Uh, so yeah, everyone's was... favorite, everyone's favorite glitchy game is going to be stuff. <laughs> You're do something. Um... Hmm. I think I think it's probably going to be a DLC announcement. Surely, I mean, it's been what was it November? November it came out. Skyrim. Something like that. Is yeah. It, so surprise, like really, like guys that released ten expansions in total for Fallout Three and Fallout New Vegas. Like, there's no surprise. Like, I'm surprised. Oh no, no, of course not. No, they've already said they've already said that something along the lines of Skyrim's DLC is going to be pretty substantial. You know, have a lot of meat on the bones, as it were. So you know, not surprising at all. It's just a case of when. Yeah, well, it's a little strange though, because when they were advertising Skyrim pre-launch, they mentioned all over the place that all of the content in the game could be played forever, and there was really no need for DLC. Forever though, like forever. Like, That's pretty much how they, they, could they do tried it. it. They tested it out. Yeah, yeah, they <laughs> saw that. This is yeah, this totally. I I played this forever. Watched out of the hyperbolic time chamber. That's a Dragon Ball. That's a Dragon Ball. Sorry, Watch I love Dragon Ball. Hyperbolic time chamber. Just be like, yep, this works totally forever. It's the um, I think it's the whole radiant storytelling aspect, isn't it, or whatever it is. You know that it generate generates random quests for you or whatever. I guess. Yeah, well, yeah. you can also play Diablo 2 forever because maps are randomly generated. So you just every time you go back into a game, you just want to know what does this map look like. Um, Speaking yeah. of Diablo, now we had a piece about uh, a while back about uh, Bioware announcing Bell uh, Bio, Bio, Damn, Blizzard. all these B sounds. Yeah, that Bl- Yeah, there them, them. Blizzard announcing the uh, the potential oh, console release. Tim's having a seizure again. <laughs> Tim, not on the podcast, please. Okay, hang on. <laughs> okay, hold on. <laughs> Sorry, I'm okay, drooling on the mic. Um, <laughs> on the Michael Heritance. I was drooling on Michael Heritance. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you liked it. It mentioned... Uh, oh my god, now I lost it. No, it, it mentioned the potential console release for Diablo 3. And then I read later on that that wasn't an official announcement. Um, it was one of those things where they were like, yeah, that sounds like something we could do. Kind of like uh, StarCraft Ghost. Back in the day. I've kind of been all over these. Every time Blizzard says anything about a console, it makes a headline <laughs> somewhere. And it like gets beamed to my brain. And I'm all over it. Um, so I've been all over these, these announcements by Blizzard. Basically, yes, something is happening. Is it going to be exactly what Diablo 3 is on PC? Uh, probably not. Is it going to come anytime soon? <laughs> they say probably not. I say fuck no. Um, probably another 10 years. Yeah, another another fifteen twenty years. Um, will it be the best thing to ever hit consoles ever? Yes. <laughs> relatively speaking. <laughs> yeah, relatively speaking. Um, can it can Diablo three work on console? Yes. Yeah. Have you tried? Have you played the beta? I have multiple times. Yeah, it would work really well on consoles, without a doubt. It's just there's no reason why I can't. Uh, like, look at Torchlight. Torchlight works fine on 360. Uh, those games can work. There's no reason why they can't. Like, even shitty games like Dungeon Def- uh, Dungeon Hunters Alliance or whatever. That's not uh, super yeah. shit, but it is. I mean, it's not a bad game. Uh, it's just 
you know, I my standards for that dungeon crawler type <laughs> yes. game are kind of like a Diablo level. Um, so, like, I don't know. I didn't enjoy it too much. I did play it. But, I mean, those games, there's no... Re- I mean, that can even work with the PlayStation Move. Dungeon Hunters Alliance even had support for the Move and it still works there. So there's no reason. There's really no reason why Diablo 3 cannot work on 360 and PS3. Um so that's why Blizzard says, you know, we it's it's something is coming, and they did say that they they mapped Diablo three to a controller, and it felt even better. This was an actual quote. Like they did say that they mapped Diablo three to a three sixty controller, and it felt better. <sighs> Blizzard. Oh, Blizzard. But <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, Resistance Burning Skies has detailed multiplayer, which is pretty sweet, considering most of the multiplayer that's already on the Vita right now is. Either co-op or a bit limited. A bit? Be- what are you talking about? I fucking traded in my, my copy of Mod Nation Racers as soon as the Vita version came out. Asynchronous multiplayer, baby. That's all I ever want. I just want to race ghosts. That's all I want. You actually think I want to race against people? Nope. <laughs> uh, I can't believe they did that. Uh, I was a little depressed with that news because I really wanted it on Vita. And now it's kind of, eh, I'd rather play it on Well, I don't know. At the same time. I feel like that's a game that could be played on the Vita more enjoyably than on a console. That's true, but at the same time, like, you know how Kiss was so big as a band, and Gene Simmons is cool and everything, but I don't know. Oh, okay, I understand the time. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, sp- speaking of some of us not getting some things, Amazon Instant Video now available on PS3, apparently only in America. Damn it, I was targeted <laughs> twice in like a span of 10 seconds. Uh, yeah, so Amazon Instant Video, it's... Uh, it's cool. Next, uh, next. It, year. it is. It yeah. really is. In fact, I'm gonna watch a movie called Hobo with the Shotgun. <laughs> Anybody who's been around here with uh, with the rest of the podcast through the whole thing uh, will know the reference to Hobo with the Shotgun. And if you don't, even you have Prime, go into Amazon Instant Video and watch it for free. Um, Apparently, it's a good old time. Surely, yeah. good show, chap. It's not bad. It's pretty good. It's a bad um, problem with Amazon <laughs> Instant Video. Uh, it's great that it's on PS3. I think that that's totally a selling point. Um, no joke. Um, mm-hmm. It is a selling point if you don't have a console yet for some reason, and you are an Amazon Prime member. I would just just go for the PS3 like right away. Just like run to the store because there's already like what seventeen thousand pieces of content um, oh, yeah. to watch for free if you're a Prime member, and like there's just some ridiculous amount of content available on instant streaming from Amazon. However, problem with this is only available in the U.S. Like Tim said, um, which is a downer. Without a doubt. Sorry for and, you fellow Canadians and sorry for you fellow Europeans and Australians and New Zealanders and Greenlanders. I guess we have it. It doesn't really make sense. But anyway, Antarcticers. <laughs> All the penguins without Amazon <laughs> video. I apologize. Uh, but, uh, at, least the, at least for its first outing, inst- Amazon Instant Video is a bit like, disorganized. You know, it has everything. It has everything you know well and good. You know, you have. Free instant videos, movies, TV shows. But when you go in there, it has them like based in seasons, and the seasons are spread out instead of like a nice overlay like in Netflix. Mm. Uh, but you know, starting point, it's still really good, and it's incredibly clear. Yeah, really good. Uh, so, uh, Assassin's Creed Three is to feature more of Desmond than in any past game. And I remember uh, our last podcast, we mentioned something about that. And oh, which one? Episode 14 or episode... Uh, oh, sorry, episode... One that 14. never happened. Oh, okay, that one. <laughs> no, uh, the one I was in, where we talked about Assassin's Creed 3. Oh, you uh, mean the one that never happened? Um, no. I think it was the one before that. <laughs> yeah, it, we yeah we talked about Assassin's Creed 3 and how 
uh, where they were going to go with it. Yeah, that one that one went. That was the last one that's live. Oh, okay, right. So here's my two cents on that. So Gene Simmons used to play bass, right? And he used to always <laughs> stick out his tongue. And it was kind of weird, and he had the, the whole blood leaking thing. But I don't know. Do you think that, like, because I heard that when they tra- traveled and toured, uh, some air- airports wouldn't let them pass through customs without, like, removing makeup from their face. And Anyway, so, yeah, that, Assassin's Creed 3, I mean, um, <laughs> that's just what I think. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, well, it's it. Please what, explain a way, it. what a way to derail the fucking podcast. Please, uh, sorry, you can explain yourself. I, I, there's just there's nothing there. There's just you think there was actually a, like a logical. Well, actually, now that you now that I think about it, this could be something like uh, their their selling points not potentially being um, what they're going to be doing with this. Like you know, you have these selling points with the band, and then once they start changing things, people go, eh, whatever. Uh, but, you know, if you see like Assassin's Creed, you know, most of it's based <laughs> on the characters. They're going to go, well, if you're going to try to water it down with this guy who nobody cares about, WTF? What is happening? So they said that there's going to be more Desmond in this game uh, than ever, right? Than any past game. So and, you know, in that statement, it also doesn't say that they're going to cut back on the time with the people where we have previously cared about more. So hopefully it averages out and we start liking both sides instead of only one. Okay, well, both sides... I'm, I'm confused because I didn't play Revelations. I don't know if you're... Um, I haven't finished it, so... Referencing something from there. But, like, I mean, you've always... Desmond's always been there, right? But this this game is just going to have more Desmond than ever. I'm sure Michael have more input on this. He's a big fan. But, like, it is a good thing, right? That's what we want. We want to move forward to Desmond's story. Like, we just want to see an end, right? Like, because, I mean, mm-hmm. I hope it features more Desmond than ever, because, geez, uh, I, don't, I haven't played Revelations, but I hope his... I hope shit wraps up soon for Desmond. I just want to be Desmond in Montreal today <laughs> or in the future, like, climbing the Olympic Stadium. I'd be pretty... You're one of... He's your descendant. He... I am... I am Desmond Miles. I am Nolan North. <laughs> uh, well, they got a... Really? No. I'm going to come up there. <laughs> That's what she said. Weird. Mike, what do you think? <laughs> well, they're going to wrap up Desmond's story with number three. I think that's pretty obvious now. And I, I have finished Revelations, and it's definitely going that way. So I don't think it's a surprise that we're going to see more of him. I just hope that it's a bit more substantial than what we've had before. Like like you said, Don, it'd be good to actually play as him, you know, do you know the whole proper, you know, the whole platforming segments and the combat and everything, you know, just like we're doing with the... Um, you know, the ones in the um the past like Ezio and Connor and now and everything, but they they just give give us something a bit more substantial. That's all. Yeah. So that'd be pretty cool. You know, like Gene Simmons used to wear high heels and uh, like a lot of <laughs> kind of studding and mesh. And I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to see. So what's next, Tim? <laughs> yeah, hopefully you don't decorate it up too much. I see where you're going with that. <laughs> Damn uh, it! Stop making oh, sense all of right. all my bullshit. Oh. Speaking of Gene Simmons, Assassin's Creed 3 <laughs> might be Ubisoft's most pre-ordered game ever. Uh, it's on might track be. to be. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not 100% certain because if the world ends today, then it won't be. But uh, by wow. E3, June, because in the first three weeks that the game was available for pre-order, uh, it, it's, it was pre-ordered ten times more than the first three weeks that Revelations was available for pre-order, which is, I guess, good. Uh, Revelations is uh, Ubisoft's holds the title for Ubisoft's most priority game already. So by E3 June, uh, they predict that it'll surpass Revelations, which is okay. That's cool, I guess. I'm happy for them. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Money. Yeah, it's not. I'm not surprised. New hit, new protagonist. 
Yeah. Sorry, excuse me. That's okay. Uh, let's. Uh, but like, I remember when Revelations was announced, people were pretty down on it, right? Like, cause it had Altair and and Ezio, and people were kind of upset. I remember there was like a little bit of yeah. a backlash because. Uh, yeah, there was because you know they were just saying, oh, they're really they're milking the cow. Yeah. You know, we're yeah. sick of Ezio, blah blah yeah. blah, all that kind of stuff. So yeah. So that, that might you know tie into it. You know, like not no, there were probably it's probably sold amazingly but you know there yeah. was that initial like lull where people were like ah oh, fuck that and word of mouth probably spread so uh not many pre-orders but now everybody seems to be back on the assassin's creed bandwagon and so yeah it makes definitely sense. yeah it does it's yeah new new hero new set and everything i yeah. think is probably what people want to see all right anything else tim um uh kingdom of amalur has a new dlc announced since it's been synchronized, you know, kind of like on the same lines as Skyrim, except it's not laggy. Uh, it, it potentially going to be coming. It's going to be coming out April seventeenth, announced by EA, called Teeth of Naras. I have August. absolutely zero comment on that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Don't cheat, Simmons. <laughs> I haven't played um, Kingdoms of um, Avalar, so I'm not. I can't really comment on it either. But Adam, Adam really liked it, yeah. and you know, if they're expanding the experience, then. You know, and great. I mean, right. it look, it, for, for what it's worth, it looks good. <laughs> Tim, wait, hold on. Let's go back to that. What, the, what do you mean, no Gene Simmons? What the fuck does Gene Simmons have to do with anything? That's a really good question. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, uh, anything else? Um, Kept you waiting, huh? Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> speaking of that, uh, I actually got a request from – I mentioned his name before – and it's not coming to me fast enough. Rafael Bauza Flores. Um, sorry if I'm butchering your name, bro. He's uh, he's a listener to the, of the podcast since episode two, apparently. And I got a request from him on Twitter to start the episode with uh, "Kept You Waiting" huh, from Solid Snake, which I thought was a good idea because we haven't had an episode in a long time. So uh, I'll put that in the beginning. Damn that sounds right. pretty good. Actually, what you should do is end it with or begin it, begin it with like start switch with discs. that, and then go in. Yeah, start the, switch the Blu-ray discs, and then go to uh, the Snake Eater theme song. Mm. Because Gene Simmons that. wants you to. Uh, I don't <laughs> understand the, the whole Gene Simmons thing. Sorry, I just don't know where you got that from. It's just I, it must be a Canadian thing. Try, I don't know. Try to stay on I topic. make mistakes. Just try to stay on topic. All right. We only stay on topic on this podcast. You know that. <laughs> what? What? Whoa! Whoa! Oh, sorry. <laughs> well, final piece. Uh, we have a uh, Far Cry Three hub God. Uh, on the oh, website for everybody. <laughs> yeah. Final piece of news. Sorry. What? Not yeah, hitting. this is. Yeah, it's the final one. Uh, it, with the best player in a multiplayer match gets to choose the ending cinematic, which is dealing between punishing your enemies or giving them mercy, which is pretty cool. I it, it kind of has that uh, like that Killzone three touch, but it gives it more. Instead of it simply having you know sides, you get to make your decision. It's gonna be. I, I think that's a really cool thing. Yeah, it sounds pretty sweet. It is cool. It's going to get old after like five ma- like two matches. So three matches max. And then you're just going to be like, just I don't care what happens. <laughs> we lost. I just want to get in the next match. You know, like, I don't know. Uh, Whatever. Have you, have you put a lot of time into the Killzone multiplayer? Like, I used to listen to Kiss, but like at the same time, like that whole glam metal like period, um, there was just, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I know that you like to get you, you're 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 stuck in your ways because you're Canadian, and going into Kill Zone is a little bit of a stretch for people like Gene Simmons. Damn it! I'm so. sure there are fucking other Canadian listeners to this podcast. If you're Canadian, please <laughs> write into the podcast. Podcast at psu.com. Just let us know you're alive and that you're Canadian. No, I'm, I actually I know for a fact that there are other Canadian listeners. So watch out, Tim. We're coming for you. I'm okay with that. I'd be okay. I'd be okay with talking with Canadians. Blame Canada. They're probably a lot more interesting than a lot of the people I'm around right now. <laughs> you talking about your girlfriend? No, I'm kidding. Um, <clears throat> no, all right, she's so not around. That's it for. Uh, of course, your girlfriend's not at the PSU towers. That'd be weird. Yeah. That's it for news, right? Indeed, sir. All right, great. Says Gene Simmons. <laughs> I'm scared that now Gene Simmons is going to be an in joke on derailed. He's <laughs> uh, always going to be mentioned now. Um, we gotta replace cool the kangaroo money joke. He invented everything. Everything forever? He, he invented everything. Good. Alright, well, that's been episode 16, but. <laughs> uh, that's news. Thanks for uh, news, Tim. We had a lot of news to cover. I told you guys we've been AFK <laughs> for a long time. This Away from Kingdom. Away from Kingdom. Zavamalur. <laughs> from Gene Simmons. <laughs> Um, but, so, that was news. Now, before we get into what we've been playing, I don't even care how far back this is. I'm just going to go for it. I don't even care if we covered this on older episodes, but here are our last few reviews on PSU.com. Jack and Daxa Collection, 7.5. I don't give a shit. Uh, Mass Effect 3, 9.5. Don't give a shit. Binary Domain, 8.0. Don't give a shit. Ninja Gaiden Sigma Plus. Ninja Gaiden Sigma Plus, 7.5. Uh, 8.5 for Dynasty Warriors next. Resident Evil Operation Raccoon City, 3.5. Uh, Naruto Shippuden Ultimate Ninja Storm Generations 2 Super Turbo Sonic HD Remix system <laughs> is 7.0. Uh, I Am Alive, 8.0. I could have uh, gotten a lot more in depth, <laughs> but I didn't uh, just because I was rattling those off. If you disagree with any of those scores, then you could suck a dick. I'm sorry. Uh, no, you could just tell us or comment about it but uh I, I guess the most controversial score there is the resident evil uh operation raccoon city kind of um i don't know kind of some some people were kind of hyped for it uh we gave it a 3.5 Stephen williamson um mike do you have any thoughts on that that's sad uh, right? well, I, I haven't played the um, game but it to be yeah. fair it does look pretty it doesn't look that great i mean the combat is quite yeah. pretty rudimentary and stuff and it's just i don't know the whole the whole cover system seems pretty poor from what i understand and the you know, from a narrative point of view, it's just you know it's not canon at all, and they're just messing with a lot of the the, the lore established there. And you know, obviously, a lot of fans are upset about that. And I think you know, I mean, one of the uh, scenarios you kill Leon or something, or you right. defend him or whatever. And it's just, I don't know. I mean, personally, I like the idea of revisiting those locations. You know, because you know the RPD, the hospital, and the streets of Raccoon City, and everything about it's pretty cool, and the enemies and stuff. But I don't know, it seems like even, you know, even they can't seem to even get that right. I mean, you know, the environments are meant to be pretty drab and stuff, and the AI in particular is supposed to be appalling. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty yeah. much so calm with zombies. Uh, Mike, I'm yeah, going to ask you, maybe much. you remember, um, has, Stephen, has Stephen Williamson reviewed that? Has he been on the podcast? Steven's been on the podcast, yeah. Okay, okay, great. Yeah. So uh, if any of you remember what Steven was like, I'm going to read his review for you. Not the whole review, I'm just going to read the highlights. As Steven would. It's strictly a game to be played with friends. <laughs> but, but even then, Operation Raccoon City will leave you wondering why. 
and he liked playing four player co-op with friends and different classes can be a blast and it makes you yearn for Resident Evil 6 even more uh, first of all I love the way Steven speaks I'm just going to tell you right now That's why I'm not mocking him I'm trying to imitate him that guy is Northern accent strong. Northern accent yeah he disliked the poorly produced at every level and the drab level design makes firefights monotonous and he said there are no thrills of fights in a zombie game that's not Resident Evil and he's right um, how do you think I did Mike Oh, you did better. really well, man. You did really well. <laughs> uh, we love Stephen. We want you back on the podcast, buddy. Um, yeah, Stephen kicks ass. Yeah, for sure. Uh, 3.5. That's sad, man. Um, I don't know. Seeing a Resident Evil get 3.5, I'm kind of happy. <laughs> and I say it's sad. Like, I'm, I just... Yeah, I. It, it wasn't even handled by Capcom, that's fair. You know, they outsourced it and everything. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to... You know, no, no offense, but I think, you know, the developers behind it, I think it's Slant 6, Slant six, Slant yeah. six games. They're not... They're not like one of the most accomplished developers out there, are they? I mean, you know, I think that the SOCOM games they did were very, they're a bit iffy from what I understand. So I don't know. It, it, I don't know, man. It, like you said, it's SOCOM with zombies. It, it didn't really surprise me the outcome of it. Um, well, first of all, you talk shit about Slant 6 games, and I'll just let, have you know that first of all, they're Canadian. So back the fuck up. They're based in Vancouver. And that's kind of cool, I guess, because it's totally west coast of Canada. Third of all, four of my favorite video games of all time. You want to know what they are? SOCOM Tactical Strike on the PSP, SOCOM Confrontation on the PS3, and SOCOM Fireteam Bravo 3 on the PlayStation Portable, and Resident Evil Operation Raccoon City. And, by the way, the game I'm most looking forward to for 2013 is Strata Scavenger, which is apparently what they're working on next. So, back <laughs> off! Um, <laughs> No, those are not my favorite games at all. I, never, I don't think I've played any of those. But, um, whatever. Yeah, it's, a lesson, it's a lesson learned, I think, you know. Yeah, Keep those, it in-house. Those are reviews. Yeah, I guess. Keep it in your pants and stuff. Um, so I'm going to take a little break here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pass the mic to Steven. He's going to sit down and take over for me. Uh, here, Steve. Oh, thank you, Don. <laughs> right. So you guys, um, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> I really want to talk about Don. Oh, he's fucking out though. He sometimes he pretends from Liverpool or something. I don't know. Uh, I, I uh, can I tell you something? Uh, yeah. I reviewed the Vita and it's just fucking phenomenal. <laughs> I'm I'm not even talking. Oh, hold on. Hey, thanks, Steve. Um, I love I love Steve. I don't even know where that came from. I don't know where imitating him came from. It's just, I mean, imitating. You see, he just showed up. I'm going to stop talking now. Where do we go from here? How do we get back on track? So derailed. Uh, Thank you, Steven, for that. Thanks, Steve. Uh, you can leave now. Bye. Um, no. So, oh, okay, he wants the mic here. Hello, guys. I'm back. Um, just have to go cut my hair. All right. Thanks, Steve. That was really quick. I have to stop. Can someone stop me, please? Too much okay. coffee. Yeah, I think we should probably get um, get back to what we've been playing now. Yeah, okay. That's where we go next. <laughs> Great. Uh, the last episode, we talked about what we were playing, and uh, you guys don't get to hear that, that episode. And I'm sorry, I don't really feel like fucking repeating everything. So Street Fighter Cross Tekken for review going up soon. Infamous Festival of Blood is really good. Yeah, there you go. That's me. Tim. I've been spending way too much time in Dynasty Warriors next. Oh, way too much. You liked that game, didn't you? Yeah, I... Yeah, 8.5 for good reason. I I really went into it with a grudge uh, because I you know I didn't play it and it always looked so very you know like 
Civil War lineup to be shot sort of deal. Uh, but it grew on me. You still have the button mashing, you know, the lining up to kill people, but there's so much variety in the gameplay. And you get to write kanji, which is cool. So, oh, like, hand, hand write kanji, yeah. It's cool. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. I anyway. liked your whole Civil War lineup to be shot thing. <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> Even Thanks. though they missed probably 90% of those shots, right? Yeah. yeah but, but Gene Simmons would understand. Like, I mean, I guess. I just don't know what Gene Simmons has to do with anything. Where are you going with that? <laughs> you want to know? <laughs> We're going into the next game. What have you been playing, Matt? Yeah, Mike. I already said. I, I said Matt. Much, yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> okay, well, I've, I've been playing um, Mass Effect 3 pretty much. <laughs> so how was that? Um, I've never heard of it. Oh, haven't you? It's got a great ending. Uh, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, I, I love that game. It's um, Yeah, it's, I gave it a 9.5 for a reason. It's, you know, they really... Um, they built on Mass Effect 2, the foundation of Mass Effect 2. They streamlined the combat and everything. It's, you know, a lot more intuitive now. You can... You know, um, maneuver between cover easily. You can rock, you know, do evasive rolls and stuff. So it's a lot, lot more. It's a lot more streamlined in terms of that. And the quests are really the quests are great. You know, there's a lot of variety in the quests, and the um, the plot is, you know, the whole the whole overarching plot is great and everything. All the decisions you make, they feel, you know, feel quite weighty. You know, I mean, some some of the stuff without spoiling it. You know, like the um, Krogan um, genophage and everything. You've got to make decisions based on that. And even even the smaller ones feel like they carry a lot of weight to them, and it's great. And the planet scanning as well has been um, toned down, which will delight a lot of people. You know, this time instead of um, you know like really um, just scanning, spending ages just slowly scanning the planet and stuff, you just like scan the immediate area in the system, and it alerts you to a planet of interest, and you just go over there, scan it quickly, and pick up an asset, which is great. And I like the fact that they've now got the um, the reapers can invade the system so you have to avoid them so you, there's a lot of like cat and mouse going on there yeah but yeah I mean, I mean it's 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 mass effect man you know you know what to expect with that it's great and yeah there's, there's a lot of um uh controversy surrounding the end and I, i'm not going to go into that but you know it's you know whatever i mean i personally i wasn't as annoyed about it as some people but i, I attribute that to the fact that i haven't been playing these games for the last five years almost five years since mass effect one came out i you know i finished i started number one uh, last year, um, late last year, and went moved on to number two and everything. So I've only been for each one once. So it's kind of like a whole, you know, wow, you know, flash for me. But people who have been digesting it for like nearly half, um, half a decade. I can understand why they'd want more from it. And after I've been through them again, I'll probably feel like that. But you know, I, I wanted a bit, I wanted a bit more closure on some things. But at the same time, I, you know, I was, I, I was satisfied in some ways. I was, you know, I'm not going to lie. But you know. There's obviously, you know, a lot of people are very unhappy with it. It'd be interesting to see what Bioware uh, come up with if they are going to. I, I'm pretty sure they said they are coming up with several gameplay initiatives. I think they said to quote them, but you know, whatever. I mean, it, it's a great game, man. I can't wait to go through it again. And like, not many people know this, but there were actually um, in in total there were there were ten different members in Kiss. And as you know, there since '73, Paul Stanley was on vocals and rhythm guitar. Uh, Gene Simmons always been on bass vocals, and uh, Eric Singer now on drums, and Tommy Thayer on lead guitar. So you know, like you, you never really know what to expect. Yeah, most definitely, and I can totally attest because. What is uh, it Richard, with you and I, Kiss today? I have no I, idea. Well, like, to go on, I was able to go through my Kiss playthrough on Insanity the other day. No, I felt pretty good. No, I, just, I got uh, my gold trophy for it. What are we talking about exactly? Mass Effect Three, my Kiss oh. playthrough. You're- 
<laughs> okay. Yeah. You get okay. to spoiler alert. Richard Simmons is at the end. Damn it! Who's Richard Simmons? Isn't that the fucking gymnast guy? Like the the aerobic it's the main, guy? It's the main character Simmons? for Dead Space. <laughs> Richard Simmons is the guy with the fro, dude. You mean Jim Simmons? Richard Simmons. Uh, I can segue if I want. You do it all day long. I, I uh, you can you can segue properly. I cannot. That's the point. <laughs> um, yeah. I have one more thing. Sorry. Yeah. I'm gonna be starting Silent Hill Downpour as well. So that's next in line. Nice. And I just finished the, finished Dead Space Two again as well and got through. Um. Oh. Uh, what was what was the DLC? Severed. I Severed. Yeah. I've done that. That was pretty cool, man. The ending. Um. As I said on the podcast, I never went live. The ending was pretty. Um. That was cool, man. Yeah, I'm sorry for the guy, but yeah, it was, it was quite an interesting twist at the end there. That was good. Totally. I enjoyed it though. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Can't wait for free. Me too. Uh, yeah, you know, you guys, with the guys, well, you guys talked about it last week. I went out, you know, shortly. I went out right after that and bought it for twenty dollars. Damn. Yeah. You see, guys, yeah. last week's episode was so good. We would have totally sold you on Dead Space and then ruined the DLC for you. Um, <laughs> uh, speaking of Dead Space, Richardson, <laughs> speaking of Dead Space Three, uh, I don't know. There, there's always been those rumors. I'm not going to talk about Gene Simmons. Goddamn it! Leave me alone. Good. There's always been those rumors. Um, there's been those rumors. Not always, because like, I mean, I don't think Jesus Christ knew about Dead Space Three. Or I guess he would have, right? But only after he said. If it was forever, yeah, he would. Yeah, known. probably Batman. Probably started him. Uh, uh, so anyway, let's let's get back on track. Let's just relax. Just just calm down. Find your zen. Just play Flower for about 20 minutes and just come back to the podcast. All right. So there was there were there was rumors right about Dead Space 3 being a first-person shooter. You know. Yeah, I remember that. Being uh, strongly multiplayer focused and um, taking place on the ice planet or whatever, and being very bright. So I don't know where the future of Dead Space lies, but I believe it's in good hands at Visceral. That could explain why they're using the Frostbite engine. Right. But I hope it's not a first-person shooter. This is a very weird. This is very weird for me. <laughs> Speaking. If they turn into like a space Uncharted, I'd be okay with that. <clears throat> space Uncharted. Oh, you mean Dead Space Two? Uncharted Space. Yes. <laughs> Uncharted Space. Oh, wait a second! You just blew my mind. Woo! Uncharted in space. I mean, I hope they kind of like regulate the first-person shooter games to like the spin-offs, like Extraction. You know, I mean, that was fun. No, be hilarious. Be Uncharted. That, that in was. Space. Sorry, Mike. Yeah, I know. It was fun. Uh, Uncharted yeah. in space. Uh, if Nolan North, his constant banter, you know how Drake's always talking? Yes. If you can't hear anything, you just see his lips moving. <laughs> when he's jumping around, he just, like, his lips moving. Anyways, I'm not, I know, I'm not funny. I'm sorry. I guess this is as good a place as I need to end the podcast, unless you guys have anything you want to talk about. Uh, yeah, I do, actually. Just quickly. All right. Uh, you got because we've um, there's been a lot of of Silent Hill games coming out and everything. We've got um, you guys might want to check out um, history of Silent Hill two. Uh, sorry, history of Silent Hill two. The history of Silent Hill uh, feature that um, we put up uh, comes in two parts. Um, I think part two is on the Flash console as as we record this, but it'll probably be gone like I don't know tomorrow or <laughs> by the time this has gone out. But yeah, if you guys just um, just do a search for that, you should be able to yeah. enjoy that. And I've got a. We've got um, Silent Hill Downpour review is incoming. It's uh, sorry about this, guys. It is quite late, but we had a bit of trouble securing a copy. But I right. aim to get that done, done Mike, in a timely Mike's fashion. That review, and I'm letting you know, it's not his fault. Um, yeah. <laughs> sometimes these things happen where we don't get stuff on time. Yeah, or at all in this case. So yeah, we have to sign off. <laughs> <and find them. laughs> but yeah, if you're um, a fan of Silent Hill, we we talked about it a lot on the podcast. Uh, 
in previous episodes, Mike is a huge fan, as you should know, and he did some awesome work. Seriously, good job, Mike, on all those Silent Hill Thanks, features. Man. If you haven't played the games, then you might want to... Mike, do you think... I mean, for someone like me who hasn't played 2 and 3, should we still check out that feature, like the history? Have, do, you, do you go into spoilers, or...? I think you should check it out, Don. Yeah, it's not... Um, I didn't include that many spoilers at all. It's literally a little bit of a small background uh, detail on the plot and stuff, but it's not really spoiler-heavy at all. It's just literally a, basically a quick recap for anyone who hasn't really played much of them, just to see what they're about and get an idea of the, the gameplay designs, the design changes, the development team, and okay, that okay. Kind of stuff. Oh, that, I'll read that then. Because, I, I mean, I saw them, and I was like, oh, this looks like I would totally read this. And But I'm just so so scared of spoilers. I never let myself, like... I don't know. Yeah, they're pretty they're, good. They're really good. What's went really? through. Oh, the, the feature. Yeah. Okay, 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 right. Yeah, the Gene Simmons <laughs> documentary. It's really good. <laughs> We're working on that. That's yeah. Just... Don't don't worry about spoilers, man. There's hardly any spoilers. It's just like base, basic. Um, you know, just what the plot is about and stuff, and that's pretty much it. Oh, one just... more thing I have to bring up. Sorry for cutting you off. This is important. I almost forgot. Oh, uh, cool. I'm done. Guess where we're going? PSU is heading to PAX East. Yay! PAX yeah, East. Oh, starts... you are. <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm going to PAX East. Um, I'm really curious as to how many other uh, listeners are going to be in PAX East. But if you are at PAX East, send us, uh, shoot us an email. Um, maybe I can, uh, you know, have sex with you in a washroom. <laughs> I'm sorry. You can tweet his face off if you want. You can tweet my face. Uh, no, so we're going to be at PAX East. There's going to be a bunch of cool things to, uh, to see there. I know that we're going to have some Borderlands 2 coverage going up for sure. Um, they they announced that Assassin's Creed 3 was going to be at PAX East in some way, shape, or form. Uh, Max Payne 3 would be there. Uh, what are some other big big titles? Uh, I don't know. Is Far Cry 3 going to be there? Probably... Yeah. Um, and Ghost Recon is. I know Ghost, Ghost Recon. Ghost Recon. Oh, hold on. Actually, I would. I'm gonna ask someone who knows. Hold on, Steve here. Oh uh, yeah, Fuck out there is gonna be a taxis. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, all right. Thanks. Um, <laughs> thanks, Steve. Uh, <laughs> great. Awesome. Uh, as for uh, mail, I mean, we 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 had a bunch of mail, more more or less from Alfonso Boxel, uh, podcast super fan. But it's kind of old now, so I'm just gonna rattle off. He, he wanted to know if we're doing a special podcast during E3, and we've talked about this last episode that didn't go up. We hope to. Uh, I don't know if we're all going to be together slash available slash not busy enough or busy. Not Yeah, not busy mm. enough. Right. That makes we sense. will do it. If we can, we definitely will do. However, what we will do for sure is when we all have time, we will have a podcast especially dedicated to E3 that we will um, – only talk about the announcements because I mean there's probably going to be a, a ton of stuff to talk about. However, are we going to have a podcast go up like within the days that E3 is taking place? Maybe, probably not. So probably right uh, after. We'll probably be too too busy. Yeah, for too that. hectic. Yeah, E3 yeah. just. Um, Pax East that's happening starting on Friday, April sixth, ending on Sunday, April 9th, eighth. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Pax East. That's a place. Woo. Woo. All right. Have, have you have a good time, man? <laughs> yeah, I, I hope so too. I mean, I this is my third year going, and it's a it's a cool it's a cool thing. I mean, sixty thousand people. Boston kind of gets invaded, so hotels and just everything just prices get super jacked up. It's just like you're walking around downtown and you see people dressed like fucking. There's Pyramid Head there, and there's Captain Price and the Wolverine, and you're just like, okay, <laughs> it's clearly like you know, video game. It's it's cool, it's great to see, but like sometimes it's a bit much. Okay, cool experience though. Um, Kotaku was supposed to be having some type of 
uh, after party at some bar because it's just bars get invaded by gamers at night, which is cool and not so cool. But uh, me and my friend took a little trip to check out one of the bars last year. <laughs> Walked in, there was totally like we we're like, is this the place? Is this the, is this where Kotaku is supposed to have you know like a meet and greet or whatever? And I walked in. First, uh, the bouncer didn't want to listen. Actually, that's that's funny. So the bouncer actually sent us back. We had ID. It was it wasn't American ID though. So the bouncer sent us back to our hotel to get our passports, which was pretty annoying. So we literally had to go to a bar with our passports, which that's just that's just the worst. You just feel so unsafe bringing a passport with you to a bar. But anyway, we walk in. First thing we see, we're asking each other, is this the right place? Probably not the right place, right? Because there's no signs. Solid snake on a table. Yep, this is the right awesome. place. Awesome. Yeah, literally, guy dressed head to toe with Solid Snake. Uh, he did a pretty good job too, and we're like, this is so the right place. Um, so you if you're, <laughs> get you waiting. Huh? If you're in Boston uh, this weekend, head over to the Boston Convention Center. If you don't have passes, just try to sneak in and fight as many enforcers as you can. Um, you know what's always a problem at PAX East or PAX? I don't know about PAX Prime, but PAX East, the fire marshals are always giving everybody shit. Always. Really. I don't know what that had to do with anything. But anyway, um, that's been the show, guys. Guys, if you like Podcast Derailed or PlayStation Derailed, as we're calling it now, uh, then we like you. And since we like you, you should like us back, right? I guess. Isn't that the way things work? And if you like us back, you should head to iTunes and subscribe to us and review us five stars. Of course. Jolly good show. Okay. Okay. Choose from anywhere from two to five stars. Please don't choose one because I don't think we're that bad. You can choose two, but please choose five. Or else we're banning you. Uh, we won't know what your username is, but just if you can write a review, and if it's below five stars, just let us know what your username on PSU is, so we can punish <laughs> you accordingly. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so subscribe to us. Uh, however you listen to us, if it's on iTunes, subscribe. RSS, subscribe. Review us wherever you can. Tell your friends about us. Tell your mom to listen to us. Just make sure she knows that I swear a lot, and I'm pretty much probably the only one that swears on the podcast. Because, you know, we could probably get away with having this, like, PG-13 if it wasn't for me. Because <laughs> um, you guys don't swear as often. We do like moms. You're totally way more professional. And that's true. We do like moms. Uh, not our own. Just other people's. Mom's the word. Just, just wrong. Uh, so that's been episode 16. Thanks for joining oh, hold me. Hold on a sec. Hold on a sec. I think we should probably mention as well, Dom, that we're going to be hopefully doing podcasts weekly now, aren't we? Oh, yeah. I forgot. That whole episode's not going up. Damn it. Uh, yeah, we're, what we're going to try to do now is uh, we, we had a lull. We, had, uh, we were gone for a while. What we're going to do now is we're going to try to record one episode a week, try to keep it under an hour, and yep. uh, you guys the goods. Now, I won't be back. Oh, yeah, I will be back. So from wednesday to thursday we're not going to set a specific date uh every week just because we're sometimes we're busier than some days we're busier than others but from wednesday to thursday is usually when an episode should go up sorry wednesday to friday wednesday to weekend i'll say yeah so also thanks for not letting me end the show because we have a twitter and facebook page if you like us on facebook then that's good. But if you don't like us on Facebook or haven't liked us yet, head over to PlayStation PlayStation Universe's page, PSU. Uh, just search that. Like us. There's a bunch of other people there willing to talk to you and flirt with you and instant messaging. Or, sorry, direct messaging. Uh, Tim? Yeah? You use Twitter. I do. My user is at BossNake. <laughs> B-O-S-S-S-N-A-K-E. Uh, um, and what about our websites? Don't keep me waiting. <laughs> Follow me ASAP. No. Mm. Does our website have a Twitter? I Yeah. Now oh, that I think about it, we do. Is it, Tim? PSU.DOTCOMCOM. So PSUDOTCOM. Follow at PSUDOTCOM. PSUDOTCOM. That's our... 
That's our Twitter for our website, PSUDOTCOM. Make sure to follow PSUDOTCOM. Uh, just end the fucking podcast. <laughs> it's not going anywhere. And you can follow me, Don Other, D-O-N-O-T-H-E-R. Uh, anything else, Mike? Uh, yeah, Alfonso. I'm glad you like the Ma- uh, Mass Effect 3 review, mate. <laughs> anything else? Nope. <laughs> I don't care, you guys. we got to pick three other things to talk about right before I click end. After our last podcast, uh, one of the one of the listeners uh, found me on PlayStation and followed me, uh, KMK Gamer. Great. Uh, so, good if that was you sweet. Want, if you want, yeah, some people started adding us because we started giving away our, I don't remember which episode, but we, we listed our PlayStation Network accounts. Uh, if you want to uh, be friends with other PlayStation Derailed fans, basically you can send us your PSN ID to podcast.psu.com and we'll read it. We'll just be like, hey, everybody, add this guy because he's cool and he likes PSU. Now, that's one thing knocked off. We still got to talk about two more things. Why? I don't know, but we are. Mike? Uh, I hope Silent Hill Downpour is good. (laughs) (laughs) Looking forward to playing it. Uh, Tim? Uh, Going back to one of the pieces of news we had, I really hope that that indie developer realizes what he said about Kojima. (laughs) Okay. Upset. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's been episode 16, guys. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next week. Taking a word can't out your vocabulary. Listen close. I can't sleep and I can't breathe I can't keep up, I can't be I can't believe, I can't just lie Can't decide, I can't make up my mind Yes, I can't, can't cry, can't whine Can't try, can't climb Can't find my can't and I can't rhyme Yes, I can't cope, plus I can't focus Can't hope, must I can't so much What can't I do? I can't be you, I can't pop a joke Can't drop the soap I can't do what they can't Cause they can't go home I'm a candelabra of candles But I can't glow No, I can't, yo, you know I can't go No, I can't go to work Can't fold a shirt Can't stand my boss He's a damn old jerk Can't, there's a negative, I'm positive I can't, I can't continue, this can't rant This cat came back the very next day Said they can't take him in, now this cat's straight Life ain't fair, one day I hope I can't care It's like everyone dies, I can't say Can't share the story, can't spare this 40 I don't know, I can't answer My peace, love, I can't swear If I can't pair, yeah, yeah, yeah Can't stare when I'm drunk, can't hear the funk, can't feel my junk I put an ampere in the trunk, cause I can That's what we do when we can't jam Listen to them say they can't stand, I say yes you can Hope it's great and all, but they can't plan For something this catastrophic, the world can't stop it They don't want it if they can't profit Can't no man, can't pocket We cans of coke, man, meaningless strands of dope You can't smoke, damn, I can't fix this No, can't twist this rope, can't stay afloat Can't be the last hope, I can be selfish But I can't help it, I can't sell this if I can't have it Can't felt it if I can't stand it Can't stop it like a bad habit Can't rock it with a crack at it can't drop it in the back at it And it's tragic that I had can't in my life They said I can't change if I'm white I'll do the best I can Cause yes I can Check it I can't jam with a camp fan I just can't man I can't bitch and I can't hate this The radio can't play this Even haters can't understand Why I'm not rich and famous Yes I can admit it's contagious A disease and it hits in stages And it amazes me I can be so courageous Maintain youth and remain ageless It's like my face was made by majors Outrageous can publications Can't judge the pages of a book I really can't cook I suck So take a look and Say the hook y'all Hook y'all Hook y'all from the dawn till the setting of the sun, start telling everyone 
Yes, sir.